to this bonus edition of Around the Console, the Doctor Who Review Podcast. I am Bob, and joining me around the console, as always, it's been a while since I've hosted, haven't I? It was going to be a cross between Sucky and Shep, so Shep, Sucky, John and Craig. We are finishing off our what has been an epic Time Lord Victorious reviews Um we're going to complete it, lads. I never thought we would. How long ago did we start this now? It was about a year and a half, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, 10, maybe 12 years. We've pretty much done all of them as well. Um, yeah, the, we've, the been, we've, gone, we've gone through. Well, which ones haven't we done? The live experience. Oh, well, no, you've just sucky as well. You did, did, you did and you did it, yeah. I love the fact you got a guest on. Spoke to them and then your kids took you <laughs> and you did a proper <laughs> Yes. Was and nice. I would like to thank Kenny uh, for uh, coming onto the podcast, which was great of him. Uh, but I also like to say that I did beat his time because uh, I know he listens to us. And so I'm just going to say I did beat your time. 46. What is it? I've got my card oh, here. no one likes a bragger suck. I don't no. care. I'm going to have to brag about it. So it's on record on the podcast. There you go. Oh, yeah. 46, sec- 46 minutes to do the, uh, the actual hour no. long. Not how quick. It's about the technique. No, it's the, it's the absolutely not. Everything <laughs> goes back to fucking <laughs> sex. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, to finish off, the last one we did was Dalek Awakened. Sucky was our man on the scene uh, for that one. Thank you very much. Uh, we then head to the Edge of Time, which has now become the Edge of Reality, uh, which is a game. It was originally a VR game. Um, but then it's just a normal game now with some updates on. I did download this. I spent £19.99 on it. It was fucking shit. I lasted about four minutes and was like, this is bollocks. Um, It's one of them, you know, like, games, like, you're used to a certain level of gaming. Like, I like Call of Duty and sort of games like that and it wasn't the best graphics from what i saw it wasn't the best gameplay it wasn't the but the thing that annoys me is i've always wanted to love a doctor who game a video game but there's never they have tried before you know and it, they never work there was that destiny of the doctors wasn't there I remember that yeah. which had this amazing intro with anthony early and all that sort of stuff but never just never but yeah, I might. I mean, I, I, I spent twenty pounds on it, so I probably will have to go back and play and finish it. But my review would be, it's going to be hard work. You know, like if you weren't, I think if you just played it as a game, not being a Doctor Who fan, you would think it was shit. Um, but hopefully, I'll find something in it that is going to make it not shit. It's okay. If you've played the the, the Doctor Who games, the best one that I've played uh, is the ones that the BBC did with Matt Smith. Uh, about when he when he was a doctor, uh, it was like the gunpowder plot was one, and there was a, a couple of ones with the Daleks, and these are all free to uh, download. Oh, yeah. Dalek one was good. I yeah. enjoyed the Dalek uh, on the BBC, and you just played them. Oh, I think they were all flash, flash graphics and stuff flash like graphics, that. But it, yeah. it was really, it was really. Uh, but there were, I, I suppose, it's because they weren't trying to be anything. Whereas like Destiny of Doctors and this are trying to compete with a certain game market, whereas that was just a bit of fun on computer, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That them them ones. But no, I would, you know, if you want to try it, you've got nothing better to do and spend £20 on than do it, I probably wouldn't recommend it. Um, so there you go. In this economy, Bob, you must be kidding. For £20, I know. Mm. You know, it could it could feed 
I'll get you a blow dripping sulfur. Definitely. And a bag of chips. I need money. Uh, and then, and then uh, next up is Time Fracture, which is the immersive experience London, which is finished now. And again, we're going to put a plea out for anyone that listens to this podcast or knows anyone that went to Time Fracture in London to experience it. We'd love to talk to you. So please do get in touch. We've not found anyone yet, but we'll continue our play. But it'd be nice to sort of find out again you know the experience that was going on down there uh, and then next we've got the two final things in the story order that we've been doing one is the short story which was canaries uh, which i think we all read um which was quite a nice little narrative um about a lady that owns a museum of ancient artifacts and has the doctor ringing her um is pretty much what i got from it um did you enjoy the little narrative everybody uh craig you're looking like you want to say some words yeah i i did actually i really enjoyed it um it was only short obviously it felt really familiar like i'd read something like this before um i loved the fact that it that this woman collected the the kind of the left remnants of alternative parallel universes or events that the doctor had thwarted right through time and he kept contacting her and she kept ignoring it i thought it was quite for a short story which like i don't know took me i can't remember now let's say 10 minutes uh i was quite gripped during it i wasn't sure about the end i I don't think if i'm honest i fully understood the end no i didn't fully understand the end no Uh, but but it was quite a nice little read yeah i loved it yeah Yeah, i did i thought it could Right, cool. Uh, Sucky, you groaned, so I'm going to come to you. No, no, I didn't groan. I quite enjoyed the story. I just didn't get the ending yeah. about on paradox. I mean, yeah, spoiler for anybody that hasn't read it. Well, yeah, it's obviously a it, spoiler for the, everything. Yeah, the do. first thing right <laughs> at the end, the last thing right at the end, is the two beings suddenly appear and they go uh, something about a paradox, and I, I just didn't get what that had to do with well I, oh, well I think because this leads into a novel the winter paradox so it's part it's like the it's basically the intro the part for of, of a, a bigger novel yeah so that's that's what it's so imagine we'll oh, get oh okay right there. okay sorry I should have but the winter paradox isn't part of the town of victorious thing but it might be quite a good book because I quite like that little bit of writing so you never know yeah so that's that's why we've not understood it just thought of that then yeah. I thought it was quite nicely written, actually. I thought the language was quite good. It's quite atmospheric, the way they did it. Uh, I, I don't know who the author is, but some of the Doctor Who books like that, oh, Flesh is Grass is Crap. Oh, there you go. So yes. yeah. he's got a copy of it. Yeah, I, I like that. Winter Time Paradox, that's Okay, it. right. Yeah. Oh, it's quite a big book. Yeah. It's a Christmas, Christmas book. Well, looks you said it. yourself, Craig. Yeah. Uh, so I think Cass, I John, sorry. He's <laughs> being facetious. Uh, John, what would you like to say about Canaries? Uh, I thought it was a nice little read. Uh, it was quite an interesting little premise. Uh, I thought, I don't know why, but the location of it, was it in Austria? She hmm. was Austrian. There was all stuff like that. So it was quite, it was quite unique in a little way, but it, it didn't make, make enough of an impression for me to fucking remember any of it. So <laughs> when did we read that? Uh, uh, ready for last week. So I don't know. No, when no, you... no, no. We originally read it. Yeah. Yeah. Have we read it twice, John? Because you yes. asked in the. I didn't I, read it the second time because I'd read it the first time. So, I I yeah. thought I'd read it before. It did feel very familiar. I, I read it again. So. Yeah, we yeah. read it. I so if you read ago. it again, did you recognise some of the artifacts that they were going on about? Yes. Some of them look were familiar from stories gone by. Yes. Yeah. Right, but then some weren't. Some weren't. Didn't they have things like the adipose kind of the hospital? Adipose. Or something yeah. Like that? Yeah. There was and a couple they, like that. Yeah, no, I did recognise some stuff. Yeah. 
Cliff. Oh, they always thought it could be timey-wimey, couldn't it? It could be the future. Did, did you like reading it? Did you read it out loud? I enjoyed it. You know what? It actually made my, my left leg go to sleep because I was sat <laughs> in the toilet reading it because I thought I could do this in one toilet sitting. And I did. I, I went really I was on toilet, but it made me let go to sleep. Well, I enjoyed it. It was, it oh, was, I want it. It was enjoyable. How long did you sit on the nice. toilet for, Cliff? Long it's, enough it's, to read canaries. Yeah. Crikey, I'm an on-off man. Personally. No, no, no. Mm. Well, I imagine you evacuate very quickly, Craig. Too much dragging goes on. No, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll, I'll be there till I bleed. Even then. <laughs> or at least till the end of the chapter. Yeah. I thought it was better than some of the other stuff we've done already. You know it, was good. That... it was cool. It was it, yeah, yeah. No, and it definitely it definitely made me I think... could have wanted more. I could have read more yeah, now that we know that the connection with that book. Yeah. Winter time paradox. But um yeah. maybe maybe one one to have a look at. Um so that's quite a positive uh, from that one, that's cool. And then the finale, the final. Um Final Kinda Kind of bookends it really, uh, a little mm-hmm. bit. Um but it's the it's the echoes of extinction. Now we did the eighth doctor side early on in this and this is the tenth doctor side now the thing is with this it's a double sided lp which was designed specifically for vinyl so the the time on it is what you get on vinyl 20 odd minutes or whatever um and to be listened to either side so you can listen to the tenth or the eighth doctor side whatever you prefer um, but not at the same time not at the same time john that's no. right unless you bought two and then you could, but it's no, not, not, not yeah, designed for that. Um, I, I, I did like it. You know, I quite I quite liked listening to David Tennant on um, audio. Uh, you could see his chin gurning about everywhere. Um, but uh, it's um, it was cool, and I, I, I liked I liked it all. Um, I thought it was yeah, and, and then I remembered and recognised the voices of the computers and monsters or whatever. You know, from the other one. I slightly remembered it. I had to go back and listen to the Earth Doctor side again just to get a, a thing. But the ending confused me uh, uh, a little bit. I wasn't quite sure what, what was going on um, when he was apologising to himself in a past life. It I, 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 I kind of well, he was. He I, was thought, I thought he yeah. was. He, he was sort of um, understanding what he'd done. Yeah, it was regret. And then it was regret. Yeah. So, yeah. so do you think at this point? So basically, TLV is based off uh, Waters of Mars. That whole bit where he's going going off the rails on telly. You know, the Waters of Mars, the specials, if you like, going into the end of the time because he knew his time's ending. Is this at the realization of like, oh god? Well, it's uh, it's it's because he was getting those uh, he was getting those time echoes of um, his uh, uh, is that is it Eighth Doctor. Yeah, where there he was, he was on the ship, and he was basically going to kill all the Katura and the and uh, the tenth Doctor recognised the futility and the stupidity of this, and and how he'd fallen off the rails a bit. But he also understood that because he was who he was and where he was, he couldn't stop it. Yeah. And so he's apologising to Eight for like things are going to go shit for you for a bit. And I think it's to all of the actions that you have to take. Well, we've yeah. seen throughout this really. The, the, you've, you know, we've had the eighth Doctor, ninth Doctor, fourth Doctor, you know, tenth Doctor, a bit of Matt Smith, mm. well, kind of. Jodie uh, pops in, doesn't she as well? Yeah, Jodie pops in. You know, we've had a bit of everyone. So I don't know if he was apologising to everyone for this, for his, you know, his well, how he's how he's being during this. I am Time Lord victorious. You know, I think yeah. he's apologising to those eight, nine, and ten. Is well. Yeah, for, for the path, for the path yeah. that he's about to set himself yeah. on with Kira until he realised. Yeah. yeah, 
does yeah. this meant to be is or is this meant to be that basically after he says that he then goes to his tv finale to regenerate i think this is where that's how it, i thought that's how that's how i yeah. so so literally, so the, he, the way he starts that tv yeah. one the way he walks in yeah mm. yeah but i i thought this was this to me was the missing bit over the last few things we've done of the Keturah made me understand that a bit more better. I, I really wanted more of the Keturah. I, I, the yeah, Dalek and Keturah yeah. in the whole of this uh, Time Lord Victorious has been the best bit. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the Keturah, uh, him wiping out the Keturah, and it being the final thing that he does with them, is yeah. I wanted there to be something else just that at is, the end yeah. that tied it all in a little bit. But likewise, the Dalek stuff was all great. We loved the Dalek stuff when we were watching it. Best Daleks it. Yeah, ever yeah. in Doctor Who. Yeah, Hill. pretty much the best Fantastic. Daleks ever. And and like so they they can remain encompassed in that way. But I think the um the whole the whole arc is just a redemption arc. Yeah. For for ten. And, and yeah. I think and, and I think you know I think yeah. as well doing it in the different mediums. It's not just like here's a season of Doctor Who. You know, it's it's been done in different mediums, designed to be separate as well, different experiences. You know, the whole sort of journey. So yeah. that's why it's a bit. You know, it's, it's not it's not a full proper, you know, narrative. Yeah, the whole arc of Town of Victorious isn't as complete as yeah. we would perhaps like. However, it did bring up loads of fucking interesting points, loads. and it was really, especially the first third of it, was absolutely cracking. Yeah, yeah. It I enjoyed going every yeah. time. Yeah. It, yeah. It, Finding out about the Keturah, finding out about the situation, finding out the doctor, what the doctor does to the Keturah in the dark times. Yeah, and the, and the Daleks uh, going back, and the Daleks just in general being off, yeah. trying to yeah, yeah. trying to get in league with the Doctor to basically that get back. just needs to come back. He was awesome, and get back to the dark times, you know, to destroy yeah. Gallifrey while they're there. And I, it was—I oh, really wanted the, the strategist to actually be a, a nice Dalek. Yeah, I, I really did. wanted that. <laughs> I wanted Or at least one that had a, a modicum of like. It, well, humanity or you know compassion or empathy it made it made us feel completely different to the characters of what we're used to on screen and also look at things completely different as well we it wasn't obvious when we started this journey of time of victorious when you watch a doctor who you know like you're just the one what we draw watch and we go yeah it does this 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 and this and it reached the end and you know it in the head roughly what's going to happen with this at no point was it like oh that's obvious there was mm. lots of stories where you it it created so much of debate and talking yeah. that we was all invested in it so much. Yeah. So I've not been that much invested in a Doctor Who experience for a no. long time. And it, and, it, and it's trying to work. And also when you're trying to work out where you're at with it, what's happening, what what happened to the Daleks, what happened to yeah. the Terra, it's kind of all there. But you're not being spoon-fed it as such. Yeah. And also you've got to make your own you know mind up as well. And also you've got to enjoy enjoy try and enjoy. You know, yeah. uh, taking in Doctor in different mediums, visual, audio, immersive experiences. You know, that's awesome that Sucky actually got out to go and do an escape room. Yeah. You know, thanks yeah. to this. We've had to read books. You know, we've I had, had to, to read. Yeah and, yeah, and all that. And it's been, it's and been I think, full on. And I think, I think, I think if, you, if, I, if I was said, hey, Bob, you're the new showrunner on Doctor Who, I would just get all this condense it into 13 awesome episodes of Doctor Who and have the Kateru, the Master, the Daleks, oh, all yeah. this massive thing. I'd bring back 
uh, old doctors to play all this bit. You know, I would just go for it with time. So what Russell T Davis is doing with David Tennant's Doctor, he should just get all this and just use David Tennant in that way and make this awesome, mind-blowing, what could be amazing. If you put pieced it all together in a, in a continuation of plot, there's so much there you could be on. I, I completely agree with that. However, I do think the, the limitations of budget on that would have been... This is why the good thing about the way they've done it with audio dramas, with books and short stories and what have you, is really good because it's they weren't limited by budget. They were only limited... By their imagination, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Because we get to experience those the vampire shit. Yeah, can you imagine how hard oh, it would be with yeah. the vampire yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that was a great one. That, that was, was brilliant. Yeah. That's what I've loved about this. It is the, the different well, mediums. Yeah, yeah. I've, I love, I've enjoyed that. I love that one where was it when it was the master goes to the planet and you see yeah. things as the apes before there was actually the future and that, that was an awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Kachura terms, that was fantastic. Yeah, the Kachura that master, master thief. Yeah, see, I think for me, the fact that we talked about this as a group has really helped because I remember once I was reading things thinking I'm not that sure about that, and then when we chatted about it. And we've talked about the threads and the continuity and, the, and and different elements and hearing your guys' different opinions has really made it stand well, out. I, I tell you what, I tell you where this actually this must have been a good while ago because the first thing we did was Daleks, which was the animation on YouTube. Yeah, and, and Alfred was only about one, and he was mesmerised by it. I used to have it on all the time, so I'd watched it loads. And it's well, it's, it was, it's kind of special for that that Alfred was that's his first bit of Doctor Who he seemed to be gripped by. You know. I think it was lockdown, wasn't it? Because I'm sure I remember watching the Dalek cartoon well, yeah. on the guest rooms because it yeah. was on a big TV. Yeah, and also a lot of this was recorded in lockdown as well. You yeah. know, a lot of the big Finnish stuff, which is how they managed to get your David Tennant and all that sort of stuff in to do it, I think, as well. Um, yeah. It's been, a, it really has been a blessing. It's been right. graft. Sucky, you've got it, your hand. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say, David Tennant, this is the only bit he actually did for this time with Victoria stuff. Yeah. Apart from oh, yeah, it is actually. Yeah. 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 Everything else was in other media, so he didn't have to be present for it. Yeah. This is the only thing that he was actually physically, David Tennant was physically involved. I think it was really, good, to, really good that we got Paul McGann as well. So Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and we also, did we get, um, who else did we get? Tom Baker. Baker came yeah. on, we've got loads. We've got loads of just like Did, did Jodie do it or did she, was she it? She did a thing. Comic. She did a little bit. It was she comic, wasn't it? I remember yeah. she... As, as uh, Ed Eccleston was in the book, Yes, he was. Like that, yeah. so. But you, you know what? What for me was, it. I think it allows Doctor Who. You know, like when RTD had Doctor Who last time, and then he span it off with Sarah Jane, and he had Torchwood, oh. and the other things going on. This to me uh, gives um, a backing of spinning off a new series just on the Daleks. I would love that. Because Proper we never see, yeah, you never see the Daleks yeah. other than I'm going to kill you type type of atmosphere. But yeah. knowing what goes on, or knowing I'm the background of it. it. I say Craig just shut because this is an audio just, format. I'm really excited about this. Craig, Craig is showing us on the video he's bought Sarah Jane Adventures on DVD. Blu-ray. Uh, it's a present, so it's, it's, it's DVD, yeah. But you're I'm right about the, the problem with the Dalek thing is that you need you need somebody to be able to support. You need a a, a protect antagonists as well as antagonists and they're just perfect antagonists and I think if we uh, if, if there was a shred of something about for example the strategist that was did have something that was non-Dalek but the fact that he turned out to be entirely Dalek anyway just a very clever one 
Yeah. It did make him slightly one-dimensional, but I think uh, if there'd have been something, a little chink in that Dalek armour, that would have made for a fascinating show. I think I think the Kateri are fascinating. I think these Daleks have been fascinating. It was brilliant. brilliant. I think it's just been, in general, uh, awesome. And it has been hard work at times. You know, some of the yes. novels particularly have been hard work, but the comics yeah. have been brilliant, so the audios have been awesome. Yes, I think we all struggle a little bit with audio, with distraction normally in our brains. But I'm glad I've listened to it, you know. Um, it's been a, definitely a thumbs-up for me, and I've we, very much enjoyed the whole we've experience. Not, we've not really time. talked about Echoes of Extinction of the Tenth Doctor, though. Yeah, it's all right. Um, <laughs> well, it, oh, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's got Arthur, Arthur Darvill in it. So I Which I you don't recognise it. You don't, I didn't really no, recognise it until I knew he was there. I didn't know he was um, in it. I didn't but recognise no, I, him, obviously. I, I enjoyed it. And do you know what I enjoyed about these series? They're like 22 minutes long or whatever, aren't they? Because that's the yeah. length of a vinyl. And it's yeah, quite yeah. short. Of your attention span is what yeah, saying, quite, yeah, exactly. Quite short, <laughs> succinct, and and cool. And you know what's going on. You know, like I said, I got a bit confused by the end, but I think that's been explained now a little bit. Um, but it, was, what, it was good. What I found quite interesting was the first time I've ever done this is I listened to this, the two episodes while I was out walking one of my dogs. Normally I listen to these when I'm in the back. It's a bit of quiet time and things like that, but I just put it on because I was a bit pushed for time when we were going to record last time. So and I knew I'd listened to it once before. Um, and I just walked and actually listened to it when I was out walking. I found I was better able to concentrate rather because I wasn't sat in a bath. I couldn't move. I could look around. I could listen to the story. I really, really enjoyed it so much more than I did the, the first time, which was many months ago now. Um, mm. But I've, yeah, I've and I thought this... it was a new way through with listening to audio. Yeah, I feel I mean, this, this I, story I, to I, me I always struggle. Uh, sorry, Cliff, but I, I was just going to say, let Craig know, I, I always struggle when I'm having a Pokemon mark in the bath track list to audio <laughs> music. It's very much a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Cliff, yeah, I, 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 I interjected to do... Because... I have a Pokemon mark <laughs> most of the time because I just have a butt plug in up permanently. <laughs> My word. Oh, my word. Well, well. I can always take it lower. Doctor Who, everybody. Terrible, terrible, everybody. <laughs> <Butt> plugs, everybody. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, do you know what? Welcome. You can actually buy... No, don't tell me. Can you? Yeah, you can. I know uh, that I've looked. Some of my friends have sent me pictures. It's like, no, really, why what, would you? Uh, what, in use as well? Or just pictures of the device? No, they're not saying me in use. That might be quite interesting the time it was. But you can actually buy it. Why would you want to shove a dialect up your ass? Really? Why would you want to shove anything up your ass, Craig? <laughs> well, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll, I'll talk about it on a separate podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry about that in inversion, uh, Cliff. Back to you. As you were saying, oh, I was just going to say, I. Uh, when we listened to the eight side, yeah, I enjoyed this side a lot more than the eight side. This felt like it was, you can feel like when they was writing it, they was trying to wrap it up. You know, he had only that short amount of time, so it didn't drag things on. It was punchy. It was, this felt not fully complete. Like, I still want more Time Lord Victorias, but it's it's good enough ending, really. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I think I think it was for me it was all right. I think everyone else is in the all right camp. But I think the well, overall experience. The overall experience. I yeah. think the fact the fact that it felt like a proper ending as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you know the 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 monologue at the end, David Tennant's monologue, and how he's like apologising to himself for what he's about to mm. do. Yeah. I thought that was quite touching, and it did wrap the whole thing up rather well. Yeah. I mean, that, like, it was those last few minutes, wasn't it, that pulled it together, John? You're right. Other than that, it could have been an story. Those last I mean, little the, reflections. The story was meh, but it was just about genocide, wasn't it? And and it's about, you know, and the Doctor realising 
Yeah. I'm as bad as these people. Yeah. And that that's, was what that's, he a, that's a path he set himself upon. Um, Absolutely, yeah. That's it. Cool. We should actually, Joe, have gone on to watch The End of Time. No. You couldn't have. No. no, no. I don't particularly want to watch it. It's not a favourite of mine. You know, like nice. I think it's all right. No, I don't like to, it. To be fair, we've got to watch The Runaway Bride next. So f- uh, I, I, I'm really happy about that. I'm just coming down on Sucky's side. I think you were really yeah. badly treated in our last podcast. This might not be out. Okay. I'm, not, I'm happy. might not be out by the time. You think he was badly treating this podcast? Wait till you were this one. Um, <laughs> we'll so, stand united on it, Sucky. Don't worry. You've got, uh, you've got, you've got a bro in me. Thanks, my darling. Anyway, You're I'm going to interrupt this bro, bro hoodery uh, and uh, we're going <laughs> to. Hand, uh, uh. hand over now, down under, to our friends down under who have been on this journey with us, um, Dwayne and Philip from the Sirens of Audio podcast. They have sent us our, our their, their, their final thoughts and the thoughts on this episode. Oh, cool. Over to you guys. Well, thanks, boys, for uh, having us back on. This is our last chat about Time Lord Victorious, the final audio adventure that was released uh, by Big Finish. Uh, it was released specifically as... Or it was designed for LP release. So it's the first Big Finish original LP release. So they've released other stuff on vinyl, but this was specifically made for vinyl. Now, Philip, I want to get your thoughts on this before I give you mine. Oh, well, there you go. Can I say, firstly, I can't believe this was... Well, firstly, that we've managed to go through all the audios um, along the way. And this was over a year ago this was released. It only feels like it just came out... I loved it. So it, it, it was actually strange because it was a very delayed release when um, they had all sorts of problems with producing it in terms of uh, it was supposed to come out much earlier in the production run in the whole uh, Time of Victorious than it did. But because of COVID, because of productions of vinyl, this would end up being unbelievably delayed. And even after it was, it was I was going to say print is the wrong word. What's the correct word for what do you do with vinyl? pressed i think you pressed vinyl um even after this story was pressed um there was all sorts of delivery issues so i know that it caused major issues to people trying to buy the vinyl and i I didn't get the vinyl i just bought the download because i'm not that big into vinyl i mean i've got lots of records but i'm not big into vinyl and so when this finally came out it was great to hear it but it it was of course bizarre because we would have started talking on this record because side A is, of course, how the Time Lord Victorious starts um, with, the story, with the story with, with Paul McGann. And, of course, this now finishes and wraps up the whole series with David Tennant on side B. So it was an amazing concept. I said for vinyl, and therefore it had to be written exactly to fit the time that they had. Which, of course, you know, meant that you're writing a story to about a 30-minute um, time frame, which of course is a very unusual. I guess I guess their single episodes are similar to that. I think the first 15, 20 minutes, I think is amazing. So I love that you've got this group of mercenaries out hunting something. You're not quite sure what they're hunting. Um, I guess if you listen to the, if you just listen to the two together, I actually didn't listen to side A beforehand. I just went straight into the story, yeah, and so I kind of forgot. So I kind of forgotten how it had started and. I'd forgotten about the beast that they were hunting, all those things. So because I hit it totally fresh, and it'd been a while since we listened to part A, I couldn't quite remember how it fitted together. And so, stunning cast. I mean, I think Arthur Darvel is just amazing. I'm trying to think, who, who's the woman who's the captain? Oh, Mina Anwar. Um, 
is, is as well. I think there's Joshy. Yeah, I mean, once again, I've forgotten Arthur Darwell was in this. I don't recognise his voice on audio, which is interesting. I've actually just started re-listening to The Lonesome Turing because I actually didn't listen to that when it came out. And I've, I've been listening to that for the last couple of days. His voice isn't really distinctive. I mean, I, I don't mind it. It's good, but I, it doesn't stand out. And so when he was playing Cookie, I'd miss that again. I had to go to the credits. Love the first 20 minutes. I love how the story progresses. I love the hunting. I love the way they get split up. I think Byrne Gorman makes a wonderful monster. Those not in this episode anywhere near enough. More on the other side. But the last five minutes to me don't... is sort of trying to wrap things up. And I just really don't quite get the last five minutes. So maybe, maybe I got distracted at the end of it. But I was really enjoying the story, enjoying the hunt. And then it sort of just ended. But... Maybe I'm being too harsh. But what did you think, Dwayne? Okay. I'm glad you said that because we're on similar wavelengths here. I jumped into this uh, without listening to the other side. And I was coming away at the end of it feeling rather flat. And I was trying to, trying to work out why. And I could compare this concept, Time Lord Victorious, to a classic television series that there was, and that was The Key to Time. In The Key to Time, we had an overarching theme that was, you know, a quest. It was a quest theme, basically, which is similar to Time Lord Victorious, but uh, obviously much more detail in TLV. But The Key to Time was supposed to build up and up and up and get to a crescendo, and then something pretty magnificent was was supposed to happen with the key to time at the end. We had some fantastic stories within the key to time season, but the actual concept of the key to time fell flat at the end. When the doctor breaks up the key right at the end, has a little confrontation with the Black Guardian, I have always thought, what was all that for? If that's all that was going to happen, what was the point? And I felt very similar with Time Lord Victorious. Some great stories within it, uh, I kept finding myself, because they were so spread apart and I was listening to them apart, I was trying to find the internet interconnecting pieces. Sometimes they're hard to find, sometimes they're easy. But I had that feeling of not being completely satisfied with the, with the arc at the end of this. And once again, this has got all the ingredients. It's got Paul McGann, it's got David Tennant, it's got Tom Baker... Uh, it's got uh, the Ninth Doctor in, in some of the media as well. It's got the production. It's got this the Dark Times, which is always a mysterious kind of period for fans. All those ingredients are there. So on paper, it looks fantastic. But in the execution of it, I don't think it works. Because I've come away from it after listening to it today, not really knowing what I heard, if that makes sense. And I just, I, because of the, the bulk of audio that's out there and new stuff and old stuff that I want to listen to again, I'm not going to go back and, and try and, and dive deeply into Time Lord Victorious. So while everything was good, as I said, production was good, yeah, I, had that, I had that little flat feeling. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, I do understand what you're saying. You're right. There's, there's a lot. Every component. There's lots of components in here that work really well. There's so many good stories. Oh, and don't forget the yeah, Daleks. That, I think the Daleks in Time Lord Victorious are some of the most interesting Daleks in the history of Doctor Who. Yes, so just yep. them, just them on their own, 
uh, are, fa are fascinating as well. So that was a highlight for, for the whole series for me. Yeah, I guess for me, I I don't quite get what is the Time Lord Victorious. That, you know, it, it's a phrase that was that came from the waters of Mars, where David Tennant's doctor, without a companion, starts to believe he can do anything, and he has the right to do anything as the last Time Lord, and then gets shot down. Well, he doesn't get shot down. Um, the, whoever the... the the, the person he rescues shoots herself down and ends his ends his reign so it was an interesting point to, to use the time lord victorious as the linking narrative for all these stories because in some part he he declared himself the time lord victorious in one show and in the same show he realized he wasn't and he actually came crashing down so i'm not quite sure why they decided to run with that as the theme I'm not quite sure how the theme ran throughout anyhow. You know, the Tom Baker, Genetics of the Daleks. I loved Genetics of the Daleks as a story. But how is that Time Lord Victorious? I don't, I don't understand how it linked, particularly. And as you say, what is the through line? P partly, I think, maybe because they kept changing mediums. I think it's a bold concept. I love what the BBC did. I love the fact that they worked out that fans wanted Doctor Who. They weren't getting enough Doctor Who with just the 13th Doctor and with how the seasons were being filmed and because the seasons had been reduced down to much fewer episodes. And so the BBC realised fans wanted more. They had an opportunity to pull out the best of Doctors in terms of 8, 9, 10, and, and then you throw in a bit of 11 as well, and 4. And so they, they, they went further. But because it kept changing mediums, some audio, some books, then you know, playing around with vinyl, that they wanted a vinyl release, then throw in escape rooms, cartoons, comics, um, also graphic novels. The, the constant change of mediums, the fact that you couldn't follow or well, I'm not sure anyone could follow all the mediums. I think the, the boys who are doing this have done the best job of trying to follow through every production. But it's going to be very hard for any person to follow it through. And so recognizing that they did make them more separate entities. But by making them more separate entities, you therefore lost the cohesion of what, you, what you're trying to tell. So mm. I don't really know what they were trying to do with this series. I don't know what, what story they were trying to tell, whose story they were trying to tell. Is this the Time Lord Victorious? Is this the David Tennant Doctor learning his life's lessons? Because they kind of imply that at the end, or it's, he at least has sympathy when he listens to the Eighth Doctor's voice, realizing the Eighth Doctor's about to embark on this huge journey but also once again recognize the fact that you know the eighth doctor the ninth doctor the tenth doctors they're they're decades if not centuries apart these mm. stories are happening so yeah they, they, there's a few little things I, I yeah i'm really hoping to get alfie shaw and have a chat with alfie and actually try and understand what his brief was and how they managed to put it all together hmm for sure so that's uh that's it for time lord victorious thanks guys at around the console for allowing us to say a few things about them really appreciate that did you know philip that they suggested that we suggest some other audios for them to review now that time lord victorious is over for them oh, okay Do we what would you suggest for them a re <laughs> <laughs> mix it up i say if there was something that they should review what do you think uh would be a good one for them to review as a team you know, I think it's really hard to try and give them one thing to do. I mean, I guess we could try and tell them what are some of the best 
episodes in our opinion in terms of Big Finish I actually think a good thing for them to do is just do some random stuff and just you know pick, pick randomly one from each Doctor and just see what they end up with because there's so much material there and you know I could suggest all kinds of things I guess I'd like to know a bit more about what sort of stuff they want to listen to or maybe you know maybe we try and find them a historical a fantasy a out there because we could easily do that too so yeah we did it. I, I, when someone says what do you, what, what do I listen to I like to quiz them a bit more about what do you like and then give them something of what they like and then something that's totally opposite so you know, boys you want to do something let me know what you like um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll give you an idea of what you might want to do alright thanks Philip you something for them or not Dwayne Does no I was going to let spot? you go first I was going to oh. let you go first <laughs> I'm letting you go second well uh, I if I, if I was going to choose something, I, I would choose potentially the uh, the villains trilogy from uh, because there you get one from the fifth, sixth, and seventh Doctor, and I think yep. they're all great stories. And if anything's going to turn them right on to audio, it's going to be those three. Actually, you know the other thing that they'd probably love too is new monsters, old Doctors, the yep. classic Doctors. I think that, that, that those box sets once again, where you actually merge and mesh. Those two yep. things, I think they'd really enjoy that in terms of saying, what can you do with the new monsters of the TV series? Throw them with the classic Doctors and uh, get that get that mesh to happen. I think, think they'd enjoy that too. Very good. There's some tips for you, boys. We'll catch you around. Thank you very much, Dwayne and Philip, uh, for their review. Dwayne and Philip from the Sounds of Audio podcast, definitely check them out. It's awesome. And as you heard... Uh, them inform you uh, they have got they've kindly put a list of 10 big finish stories together that they've recommended to us to pick and um, so that will be replacing our bonus episodes now we've come to the end of time lord victorious we'll be reviewing the recommendations of duena phillips so thank you for that so just before we get to that though we're going to come round just have some last final thoughts maybe not just on the on the eighth uh, on the eighth doctor uh, the tenth doctor side of Echo extinction but the town of victorious thing in general craig i'll come to you first as you're there well i'm gonna be slightly sycophantic to be honest and thank you bob because when you suggested this all those years year and a half i don't know i remember saying oh, i'm not sure about that and i'm being a little bit negative and i remember literally taking one of my dogs for a walk and kind of mulling it over because i kind of figured this was going to happen what did i think about it did i want to do it and I remember coming back and thinking, do you know what? I think it could be a bit of fun. And it has been. I've really, really enjoyed it. So actually, I've loved it. I've loved talking over with you four guys. But thank you, Bob, for suggesting it. Really enjoyable. Fucking creep. Absolute, ple absolute pleasure. Mate. <laughs> uh, John, over to you. Uh, yeah, the whole the whole thing of being an eye opener. The, the, most, uh, the most I've enjoyed reviewing Doctor Who because yeah. of the fact that I wasn't aware, you also weren't aware of the future yeah. mm -hmm. of it. And, and having that shared experience of being able to watch something and then have this like virtual water cooler discussion with you guys has been really good. Yeah. I think the time of Victoria's, it did go all, it wasn't as focused as I perhaps have liked, but it, it did go, there was like dips in the uh, peaks and troughs. Um, However, it's an overall it's an overall peak for me, and I think it's been a very enjoyable journey, and I'm I'm glad that we did it. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Cliff. Oh, and thanks, Bob, for fucking whatever. <laughs> Fuck you, you creep. Creep. <laughs> uh, Cliff. Yeah, I I gotta say the same. I absolutely loved it, and 
simply because no one knew what to expect. Um, so there's all the different mediums we've all discussing it which was great we had all different theories which was fantastic it brought new characters in new species in we haven't seen before and new ways to look at existing ones which you know i'm not a massive fan of the daleks but after this mm. it shows yeah. up what they can do yeah. um and mainly really just really enjoyed as a group as a team getting together discussing something not more than just doctor who episode which there's a million reviews of them isn't there? yeah so that's what i really enjoy so thank you again for bob for bringing this up as well cream <laughs> get your own material guys get your own material Suki, so Suki, i'll come to you last i think you were awake for some of this as well so well done yeah. uh, no, what, what, yeah. what is, what's your final thoughts well on this first show? of all Excellent. i'd like to also thank bob or, you know, listening to the fact that I was the one that was making all the comments about <laughs> Time War well. or Victoria. Right. I was I never heard that. I So, like, it basically is thanks to Sucky because he, when we did Proctor Who, and uh, Craig, you're responsible for this as well. Uh, every time no Sucky bring it up in the news, oh, have you heard about this new Time Lord Victorious thing? We were all like, oh, yeah, boring, fuck off. And then when I actually, <laughs> when I actually, I think I got sober and looked into it a little bit, I was like, oh, Time Lord Victorious. Sorry, it's been really good. And I did point out the first show we did. Yeah, you did. Well. You did point did it out. But these guys have conveniently forgotten. <laughs> yeah, Sucky, we ignore everything you do, Dan. This is I part of just, life. I could just rouse the rabble, Sucky, you see. <laughs> Understated so, Sucky. No, so everyone, yeah, thank you, Sucky, for showing on about Bob. it. Bob. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Sucky. Fuck the rest of you. Oh, baby. Oh, I, was part, I wasn't part of the discussions about Time of Victorious. <laughs> There you go. I was skipped over. It's none of my. You wouldn't have been money. You'd have been there then. Shush, shush, shush. Can I just say? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I do apologise for YouTube listeners right now. But John, I've been mesmerised by your headphones for quite some time because it's not very often you have kind of cable-y and it looks a bit like a librarian. Well, you know, it looks like my spectacles. Yes. Yeah, you're glad. I, I'm. More, I've been quite surprised. Oh, that's all right. Thank you very much. See you I was going to say out of the podcast, but I felt the giddiness overwhelmed me. No, that's fine. Right. Okay. Well, let's let's find out. So our next bonus episodes are going to be. We've been supplied with ten big finish stories, thanks Ooh. to Dwayne Phillip from the Science of Audio podcast. I'm now going to roll uh, a D10. Uh, we love mm. our dice on this uh, to find out which one it's going to be. So. Du, 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 du. 10. That is the zero bit, isn't it, on a D10? Yeah, cool. Yes. Uh, which would be from Philip, uh, and it's the Monsters monsters in Metropolis. Um, and he says, this oh. is a recent story to show that big finish stories are just as good. Uh, and a Ninth Doctor's uh, story at that as Ooh. well. Oh, wow. Right, okay. Oh, wow. That'd be cool. well, this, this has so many levels, a brilliant script by John Dorney. So, so yeah, we're going one of Philip's first, uh, and that is going to be monsters in metropolis so thank Cheers you for it. Uh, and yes yeah. thank, thank you for joining us if you have on our time our victorious journey uh, and just in general thank you guys as always for coming on this journey uh, as well it's been fascinating and all the better for having you on board so yeah and uh, next up is uh, in our main main range I don't know what the fuck you call it our fucking main, <laughs> main podcast range. or whatever is, uh, is we're doing what we're doing what we're doing sucky asshole the runaway bright asshole Jesus Christ what an asshole uh, so oh shut we're up all, we're, all looking, we're all looking forward to that oh, oh, so, yeah. so pleased we've got something else to review as well I remember Thank when God. it first came around don't I'm going to put my Christmas tree up especially <laughs> when I watch it yeah I'll put, I'll put your fucking Christmas tree up somewhere mainly I'm going to wear sucky. my wedding dress <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no pockets though John 
This yeah. depends where you shove stuff. Uh, you can find a way. I'm going to relocate to Afghanistan so I don't have to watch it. <laughs> don't know. Don't know why I go there. Because Afghanistan famously doesn't have any internet. Oh, Doctor Who. Yes. Oh, probably. Doctor Who, yeah. I don't. I don't okay. know. You know what I mean. But that kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, that... you improvised that joke. It was cracking. <laughs> Thank you. On that bombshell, it's been a pleasure. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.